Welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today. Because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Francis Vitakovic. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Dream Big My Friend podcast. This is your host, Francis Vitakovic. And oh my gosh, like today's episode may be considered to be quite a controversial one. It's all about how your husband can't make you angry. And this actually applies to anyone in your life. Your kids can't make you angry. Your friends can't make you angry. And we've been having a few debates about this very topic in our home where my kids were like trying to insist, no, people do have the power to make you angry. And I'm sitting here, you know, really fervently believing and staying strong to the fact that no one has the power to make you feel anything. It's your thoughts that do. It's your thoughts that are giving rise to those emotions. So really listen closely to what I have to say. Now, this episode was actually in response to an article I read. It was all about how someone was saying, you know, dear husband, this is exactly why I'm so angry at you all the time. And I like read it and I just went, no, no. You're just totally misunderstanding. You're giving your power away. And I feel like this is something that they don't teach kids at school. They do not teach emotional management. And it goes back to those early days where we often say to our kids, oh my gosh, did someone hurt your feelings? Did someone hurt you? And we're really giving them the wrong impression. We're giving them the impression, we're giving kids the impression that the power lies in other people's hands right from an early age. And so no wonder we get to adulthood and we're still pointing fingers and blaming other people for the feelings that we are feeling. So I wrote an article, I'm going to be sharing it with you here. And I started off with me saying, as I put the pen to paper to write it down, I can already feel the rise of indignation and fury rising from the masses because there are going to be some women who are going to debate this statement with me until they are blue in the face, insisting that I am 100% wrong. And that's okay. Like we can agree to disagree on this, but take the time to hear what I do have to say anyway. So these women might be saying, well, of course, my husband has the ability to make them angry or grumpy or annoyed or frustrated or any amount of negative emotions. And they believe it to be true because their husband demonstrates his superpower every single day in their marriage, this ability to impact their emotions and the way that they feel. And they will insist, like I said, until they're blue in the face that my husband does have the ability to drive me crazy. He knows exactly how to push my buttons as if we're like robots that we can push these buttons on us. And he just makes me feel so, and you know, here is where we insert any negative feeling that equals us feeling like total crap. Now, before I go on to explain how your husband is not a puppeteer who has this magic power to pull your strings, I want to say that I actually believe this same thing for way too long. I also once upon a time thought that people could make me feel things, even though the only thing that has the power to make me feel anything or any particular feeling is my thoughts. Now, like I've shared with you many times on this podcast, I remember learning this truth, the real truth on my very first day at university while I was sitting in a Psych 101 lecture and my mind was totally blown away because the lecturer was speaking about that domino effect of thoughts on our lives. So it's our thoughts, which are obviously the ideas and sentences and opinions that course through your brain. They are the thing that has the ability to impact the way that you feel, which in turn impacts your actions and consequently your results in life. And I swear there is so much power just listed in that one sentence. In a nutshell, your thoughts equal your feelings, equal your actions, which equal your results. So if you want to look at any of your results that you have in your life, it is stemmed from the actions that you've taken, which have been fueled by the feelings that you're feeling, 
and those feelings are being fueled by the thoughts you are thinking in the first place. Now, our thoughts often seem innocent enough, but they kickstart this chain reaction that inevitably leads to all the results that we have in our life. And not just in health and fitness and career and business and personal spiritual development and money and finances, we often can see how our thoughts are connected to those areas, but it counts for your relationships and marriage too. Now, I promise, like if you were to spy on anyone that is super successful in any of the areas I just listed, I guarantee that if you were to trace their results backwards, that you go backwards, reverse engineer the process, and you look at the actions that they're taking and the feelings that are fueling these actions, it's always, 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 always going to lead you back to the positive and supportive thoughts that the individual must have been thinking in the first place in order to generate that success. Now, here's the tricky part that most of us struggle to accept or understand but they teach it nonetheless in cognitive psychology. That was one of the classes that I took. And this is a topic that's often spoken about in this area of psychology. So all situations are neutral. And this means that any event or circumstance in your life has no meaning until you attach meaning to it with your thoughts. So let me repeat that for you one more time. Every situation is neutral and it has no meaning until you give it meaning with your thoughts. So like your husband coming home and taking a nap on the couch, it's not annoying until you think it's annoying. Or your husband dropping his wet towel on the bathroom floor doesn't mean that he's a selfish douchebag until you think inside your own head, oh my gosh, like he's such a selfish douchebag. Now, chances are you might be scoffing at me right now. Like you might be thinking, well, of course, every man that comes home and has a nap is being really annoying and every dropped towel, wet towel indicates selfishness on behalf of a man. Now, I hate to be the one that break the news to you, but these are just thoughts you have chosen to think about a particular situation. And once again, it's like a news alert, the situation itself is neutral. So if I was to ask a million different people for an opinion on the exact same scenario, I could end up with a list of a million different thoughts about that situation. Now, that isn't to say that one person's right or wrong. It doesn't mean that we can't set boundaries that we have to tolerate behavior that we don't like or that we think is crossing the line. But the point instead is for us to acknowledge that it's our thoughts in the first place that are impacting our feelings. And the great news is you get to choose your thoughts. With that nap on the couch situation, someone else could think, well, my husband's just, you know, he had a really long day or having a nap is a great idea. Like I should have one too. And as for the bathroom situation, alternative thoughts might include, well, you know, my husband just isn't obsessed with tidiness in the same way I am. That's okay. Or my husband's just taking long, longer to learn this skill. And that's okay too. What many of us fail to understand and what I have spent years trying to embrace and teach to others as a coach and a course creator is that our thoughts alone are responsible for igniting those feelings of anger and sadness, frustration, any any of those negative emotions. We're feeling those feelings because we are thinking particular thoughts. Now, once again, it's really important to note that the same situation can arouse different thoughts in different people, which is ultimately going to lead to different feelings, different actions, and different results. So are you starting to see just how important our thoughts can be? If you want to experience different feelings in your life, you need to first be willing to embrace different thoughts. So put simply, like if you want to feel love, just think loving thoughts. If you want to feel compassion, think compassionate thoughts. If you want to feel understanding, think understanding thoughts. And if you want to feel empowered, think empowering thoughts and so on. Now for the good news, like did you know that you actually have the power to choose your own thoughts? So rather than constantly doubting yourself or your spouse, you have the option of keeping an open mind, giving each other the benefit of a doubt and ditching those thoughts that are making you feel like turtle crab. So for the record, if you keep on thinking thoughts like my husband's so selfish, like he just thinks about himself, my kids are really annoying, my house is too small, my job sucks, 
of course you are going to feel crappy. Just look at the domino effect. Crappy thoughts are going to lead to crappy feelings, crappy actions, and crappy results. However, I want to make it super clear to you that learning to manage your mind in a way that brings out the best in you is a consistent daily practice. Now, this isn't about deluding yourself or staying in unhealthy relationships long past their due date, so I don't want you to interpret this information as encouraging that. Instead, it's about putting you back in the driver's seat of your life and understanding or you understanding that you have the option of ditching thoughts that don't serve you and choosing thoughts instead that lift you higher, you higher and your family to a higher place. So when you choose to think thoughts like, well, my husband and kids just doing the best they can with the tools and resources they have at their disposal and people are born me free will and I can just decide, I can just decide how I want to show up in the world no matter how anyone else is behaving. Inside thoughts like this can have the power to completely change your experience of the outside world. You need to know that you can just decide to think whatever you want about any situation in this world because you control your thoughts. So there's this quote that goes like this. You have the power of your mind, not outside events. Realize this and you will find your strength. And there's another great quote by Wayne Dwyer who said, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So here's the truth, my friend. Okay, it's truth on time for you. It doesn't matter what's happening outside of you. That might be a surprise. What matters most is what's happening inside your own head. And it's so easy for us to point our fingers at other people, blame them and say, you know, you're the reason that I'm not happy. If you just did everything that I wanted you to do and said all the things that I wanted you to say, I could finally be content. Except that would involve us abdicating personal responsibility for our life. This hints at a bit of a victim mentality rather than this attitude of taking responsibility for our thoughts, decisions, actions and results in life. Now, you're allowed to be grumpy, like going back to that beginning thing, like, well, someone's making you grumpy. You're allowed to be grumpy and you're allowed to feel whatever you want to feel. Just know it's your thoughts that are causing your feelings of grumpiness or any other emotion. And that's okay. Just decide how you want to show up in this world. Decide what sort of partner and parent you want to be, even if you aren't always behaving in ways that you love. And finally, when it comes to your family and marriage, just think about the results that you want to create in those areas. Like, so then work it backwards. Remember the domino effect. It's time to reverse the process. First, ask yourself what actions would you need to take in order to get the results you want? Secondly, what feelings would encourage you to take those actions? Is it motivated, confident, hopeful, loving, inspired, kind? Okay, what feeling do you want to be feeling? What feeling would you need to be feeling in order to take those actions? And lastly, what thoughts would make you feel that way? So it all comes back to your thoughts, my friend. You can just choose to think, all my problems have solutions. I'm just a human with a human brain. Sometimes you're going to think negative thoughts and that's okay. I'm going to embrace thoughts that keep me strong. I'm willing to grow and learn because my happiness and thoughts are a choice. I can do the hard stuff and everything will be okay. And you can do this. So I know I've thrown a lot at you in this episode. And like I said, it comes back to those early days where our parents would say to us, did someone make you really angry? Oh, you know, who hurt your feelings? Do you know what hurt your feelings? It was you thinking particular thoughts. And I don't think that parents always teach kids that they can choose different thoughts. They can choose to think it's all okay. Someone can say whatever they want to say. It doesn't have to hurt my feelings. My thoughts are the things that are going to hurt my feelings. So just remember where your power lies. It's in your thoughts and you get to choose your thoughts. And that's it, my friend, for today's episode. As always, you know I love and appreciate you all so much. Thank you so much for being here with me on this episode. And I can't wait to catch you in the next one. Until then, dream big, my friend.
Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. For more inspiration, head over to dreambigmyfriend.com where you will find even more content for all the dreamers out there. Until next time, dream big, my friends.